right, welcome back to Snackcast. We are kicking through. Um, we're in uh, what? Maybe the second, third, or, or near nearing the last third. Yeah. So chapter thirteen, contributing Energy. calls. Yep. Contributing calls, inflammation. Um, timely, I think. Yeah. It's a you know, inflammation is one of those things I learned about recently, right? Just from us doing this, the. Um, you always heard, oh, inflammation, it causes, and I, I thought, okay, but understanding the, the nature of really, in my mind, it's omega-3s and omega-6s for someone who's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Western diet, we just get way too many omega-6s, which um, are inflammatory. And it's not that omega-6s are bad, we just get too many of them anymore. Got to have the right proportion, right? Right. So, um, you know, they cause the good inflammation. It, in fact, he gets into that, that all inflammation isn't bad. Yeah. Without inflammation, we would die. He said, <laughs> right, right. You, know? you, you wouldn't know that you were cut or that you had a sinus infection or hot stove out. Right. <laughs> right. So at, at a certain level, inflammation is good. Um, That's slow constant level of inflammation that we get that leads to things like obesity and cancer and bad things happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So how does it tie to brain energy? Right. Um, the, he says uh, er, early in the chapter, inflammation is one way that the body allocates and uses metabolic resources, thereby directly affecting metabolism. And he kind of goes into one of your favorite things to say, cytokine storm. Cytokine storm. I mean, we heard about that a bunch during COVID, how if you were obese and it's not just COVID, but if you're obese and you get a virus, it's like a free-for-all. I mean, it's a party. The The virus goes in, opens all the doors, pulls out all the sugars, and has a party. And Yeah. You know, causes severe. Sorry, sorry, not sorry for being very blunt about that. But if you are obese, that's what happens. It, right. Right. So how does that tie back to mental health and brain energy? Right. Well, it's pretty obvious. If you don't feel good and you're all inflamed at the most basic level, it affects your mood. Right. right? Owie, owie, I hurt. Um, I don't feel good. But it can change emotions, thoughts, uh, motivations, behaviors. Um, people become, I'm reading at this point, people become lethargic, withdrawn, unmotivated, less confident, and more likely to want to climb into bed and rest. Makes sense. Yeah. If you're inflamed, you're basically sick, which is never a positive state to, to be in. Right. And then he reiterates this, when inflammation occurs for a prolonged period or when it's extreme, the metabolic toll can trigger or exacerbate mental and metabolic disorders. So- Again, that slow trickle of you're, you know, I'm tired. I don't feel good. I don't know why I don't feel good, but it's not extreme pain that we think of. It's like, you just know something's wrong. Right. Right. And he goes on to say that it can go the other way too, that, that the metabolic state and the, um, the, the mood, if you will, the, the mental state can also go the other way and affect inflammation. So it makes sense, though, that they're very closely married and tied together. Oh, yeah, that cycle of, of, of how it affects mitochondria, right? Right. Inflammation can affect mitochondria, but mitochondria can also affect inflammation. Right. And sometimes healthy, sometimes unhealthy. Right? Yep. <clears throat> so um, 
yeah, you jumped ahead of me. So yeah, inflammation um, and the mitochondria. Um, same thing goes both ways. We just said it. Inflammation directly impacts the function of mitochondria. Um, he talks about how that works with the ATP and all, all of that stuff. Um, but what was it? The, the drug interferon? Interferon, yeah. If I'm saying that right, was uh, interesting to me. It can produce every symptom known to psychiatry. To the psychiatry. Why? The mitochondria. Um, what did, what, do you remember what the interferon did? I didn't highlight that. Uh, no, no, I don't. I, <laughs> well, go. good luck. Go figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, I know it was, it, it, uh, interferon has been shown to directly suppress mitochondrial ATP production in some brain cells. Uh, it, it can be given to people as medication when treating serious infections or cancers. Shortly, all after starting interferon, all hell can break loose in terms of psychiatric symptoms. That's pretty damning. Yeah. Um, all hell? All That's hell. partial. He said all hell. <laughs> That's pretty serious, right? Um, so I thought this one was interesting as well. Uh, he says pregnant women with infections are 80% more likely to have a child with autism. Uh Speaking to how inflammation can affect brain development. Yeah. That's, it's huge. Yeah, it's it, a huge deal. It, dude, I had a thankful moment, right? My wife, she had pups, P-U-P-P-S. And it was a weird rash. It's caused, I don't know if it's technically an infection as much as an allergic reaction, but it's, it's caused, she was pregnant with my first. And as I understand it, I'm not a doctor, but it's an excess of testosterone in the womb. Mm-hmm. It only happens when pregnant with a boy. And um, and it was, her body was, she was in a rash, head to toe. And the doctor was finally like, there's nothing I can do. We need to induce labor. We need to get this kid out of you, you know. Um, and, and I look back and I'm like, I was going to say, thank God he came out normal. Evan, I, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. Glad you did. <laughs> No, he's Evan, a good kid. Sharp. I love him very much. And um, so, yeah, so inflammation is a, as a contributing cause. Um, it goes both ways. It affects not only metabolism, it affects mental health, it affects the mitochondria, and they all point back and affect inflammation as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's... It, it all it all makes sense to me, and it's starting to like you start to put it together. Like, all right, good diet, and I think he's going to go into sleep next. I think actually that is the chapter. Yeah, um, diet, exercise, sleep. These things they've been telling us for a few years now. They actually make sense. Yeah, and and I I think maybe the key word that seemed to stick out to me in this chapter is the feedback cycle. That they are so closely linked, and they can all feed on each other. To, you know, creating that rolling snowball that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and almost unmanageable, you know, to a point. But the feedback cycle. So, you got anything else? No, sir. Chapter That's it. 13, inflammation, questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcastyes.fit. Stay moving. Stay moving.